right, we're going to do it all over again. It is Monday, everybody. Hope you had a great Easter weekend. Today we're talking about stricter EPA rules, Blue Oval City rising, and job perks and jobs dwindling. Everywhere I go, the people really want Job perks and jobs dwindling. This is like ups and downs and ups and downs. Roller coaster Monday, baby. Roller coaster Monday. What's the best job perk you've ever had in any job anywhere? I mean, I like... <laughs> I, that's it's hard because you know I worked at a pizza shop, and basically the rules were perk. make your own food. Okay, you know, right? That's it, a good it, one. It, you know, it's kind of like make it. Don't inconvenience anyone else, but you can have what you want. It was like the the meal the meal is like fifteen dollars or eighteen if you ask your manager. Right. You know, <laughs> everything was basically under eighteen. So it was yep. like, okay, I want a salad, I want a calzone, I want a pizza, I want some pasta, whatever oh, you want today. Gosh. That's what you get. I understand. So that was great. And basic and and they had these little like um they were they were like mini graders ice cream, which uh, if you haven't had Grater's ice cream, best ice cream on the planet, you can only find it typically in Cincinnati. But they had these mini things at a La, La Rosa's. It was this big, and it was like a buck eighty or something. And you could basically slot that in next to any main meal. Get your little ice cream at the end of your little shift. <laughs> boom, you were good to go. Our so, whole production team is weighing in with their job perks: free specialty coffee at a church cafe with a professional barista. Isaac, fifty percent off at a Lego store. Best job perk ever. Yeah, but he still got friends at the Lego store, so he probably still gets there that you. one. <laughs> I don't what about know. you? What was your best job? I have got to say, an entrepreneur for 20 probably, years. You like, I yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I got to worry about everything. Uh, probably, I mean, it's got to be the free food. Free food, yeah. right? I worked in the yeah, restaurant business my entire, you know, high school. and. Also, let me just say this. I went to a Phillies game with the Amish people I worked for when I was 14. That was a pretty good job perk. That's a great perk. <laughs> Which is, I'll if say you this. Imagine a whole Have section it. of a stadium. This kid, me, and like 50 <laughs> Amish folks. It was an experience. <laughs> little little bitty Paul. Yeah, no beard. No beard. Yeah. No beard just, just. I will say, after having not been in the dealership now for almost two years, I will I will start to argue that the greatest job perk is dropping your car off for its oil change oh, when you get yes. there in the morning and leaving with your car and not having to think, think about, about it. it. So that that's a good yeah, job. Because now it's like a whole rigmarole. I love that. <laughs> I love that one. That's a great one. Um we got a couple things coming up. Obviously we were on the ground last week all week in Texas um in dealerships did the live tonight show. It was so much fun. Um we're gonna we're gonna talk about it and show a lot more stuff. Uh, to do, but you can still check it out on YouTube or LinkedIn. YouTube is probably the easiest place to go check it out. And you can go to Asotube, A-S-O-T-U dot B-E, Asotube, and uh, check out the replay. It's pretty much fun. And we'll be releasing a ton of clips from it as well. Uh, also have things coming up, man. We're only three weeks away from the premiere of the television show, which we have yet to name officially. We've been calling it a soda digs, but we got to do that. Put that on the to-do list today. We should name the television we'll on the show. Um, that's going to be in Tampa. Uh at Digital Dealer, and um, we got a little collab working with Digital Dealer. So if you're a dealer, you're going to Digital Dealer. You might have a little free ticket for you. There you go. Yeah, we everybody come on out. It'll be a whole bunch of fun. We'll have a happy hour, and then we'll do the live premiere, and you'll get to see something, a little show like maybe Auto's not seen before. This is our cheapest you know. ticketed event ever, too. Ever. 
yes. ever. So it's like it's pretty bucks much for like going to a movie. Industry partners thirty nine. It's like, hey, and you're gonna spend that on drinks anyway. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Also, we're gearing up for a Reuters event in May. Uh, the middle of May, we'll be out in Las Vegas with our friends at Reuters, moderating some panels, um, having a little podcast, a joint collab podcast with Reuters. So, um, got things, and then a SodaCon, and then and then and then and then. Things and then, then just things, and things. Then, all right, we got to talk about some news at some point today. Um, let's get to it. All right, so we are going back to how Henry Ford set up the assembly line. We're doing more of this ourselves. That's what Jim Farley, CEO of Ford, said about his company's new Blue Oval City manufacturing plant in West Tennessee. Um, he's also calling it a quote, marvel of simplicity. The plant is the first the company has built in right. 50 years. So all of y'all out Wild. there that are under 50, including that? the two of us jokers here, Ford has not built a plant since we've been alive. And they're building one now. Can you imagine? That is unbelievable. No kidding. The retooling that. that those plants have had to go through over the last 50 years to get every, to get like on new technology. That's a, that's a like. I know. Wild stat. I know. But Hashtag you, wild stat. You got to think it's it's got to be so much easier to start from the beginning. I mean, I say that and there's billions of dollars, but I mean. <laughs> Retooling is always harder than starting from scratch when it's like this far forward. So uh, the plant is scheduled to open in 2025 and to produce 500,000 vehicles annually in a space that is 30% smaller than what it takes to produce 500,000 vehicles now. Yeah, which makes, I mean... It better be. If the last time you did this was 50 <laughs> like, years ago, you think you'd have be. a little bit of learning. It right? better be. Um, a couple other neat little integrations going on Ford and their battery partner, SK Innovation, are going to operate a battery plant right at Blue Oval City, building the cell, battery cells and arrays, um, and assembling all the battery packs. They said they're only going to be uh, no more than 30 minutes away from the assembly floor. So that's cool. It gets assembled less than 30 minutes. It's actually in a vehicle. Uh, the site will also be carbon neutral um, using geothermal. And get this, it won't use any, any fresh water. That's pretty wild. You think of all I don't those even like know how that works. I don't. I don't either because like you know you go by a plant usually and you see the big smokestack, right? Right. Usually that has a lot to do with the cooling process for something that they're doing in there generating for something. Heat. Maybe yeah. it's geothermal. Maybe they're sending all the. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but it seems very progressive. So impressive nonetheless. Yeah, I. You know, it's cool. I I appreciate it that it's in Tennessee. That there's a little bit of innovation. Do you know where it is in Tennessee? Uh, it's basically in the middle of nowhere. Okay. West Tennessee. There's a, yeah. I mean, there's a Toyota plant in Jackson. So like, you know, it's not like it's, uh, you know, we got, we got, uh, you know, plants in Chattanooga. So it's uh -huh. not like the first time Tennessee has seen auto manufacturers hit the ground. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of great tax incentives, a lot of great reasons for employees to live here because there's no income and tax. And you told me that, last week when we were driving from dealership to dealership, you're like, yeah, Tennessee's got it figured out. You're like, our budget actually has a surplus. That's a word that hasn't been uttered in New York state until yeah, we talk about everybody <laughs> and their brother wants to come here on vacation for bachelorette parties. Yeah, so right. It's that sales tax. Yeah. Get get all that tourist yeah. dollars into your economy. That's all we need. Brilliant. That's all brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> um, brilliant. I don't I'm trying to think how we're gonna segue from the word brilliant into this next piece. And they just oh, the two wow. just show get along. Thinking of my <laughs> speaking of Monday morning shots. Wow. <laughs> Uh, we took a risk in the live tonight show. We told a Joe Biden joke and it went over really well, but it went great. Know, naturally. <laughs> it did. The band came in. It was good, but you have to go check that out sometime this week though. The Biden administration is administration 
is expected to propose extensive new limits on vehicle tailpipe emissions, uh, pushing U.S. automakers toward a majority electric vehicle sales future. Um, it will likely cover the model years of 2027 to 2032. Um, and everyone's expecting it to exceed the existing target of having 50% of new car sales be all electric. So we're saying we're going past that by, you know, what year? Year by the year 2030. Yep, absolutely. Yep. The, so um, the current percentage of EV sales is 6%. So we're going to from 6% to over 50%. Yeah. So the Alliance for Automotive Innovation, a lobbying group that represents GM, Ford, Toyota, and a bunch of other major car companies said in a statement, they expect to new, the new rules to be released, but um, also didn't specify any details. They said such a transition will require a seismic shift in the way Americans approach uh, transmission and charging. They cited a McKinsey and company study that highlighted we still need $35 billion worth of charging <laughs> infrastructure. Um, to, to accommodate I'm like, a shift I'm like, like but all I really want is my potholes fixed, you know? So, <laughs> okay, but let's get to it. Let's get to it because, um, uh, you know, if you've read through it and I've read through it a little bit over the weekend uh, and, and every news source is reporting it on morning news this morning, uh, but basically what they're doing is going, uh, the, the target for tailpipe emissions is so aggressive that manufacturers will be forced to create all of these. You'll never these be able new, to hit it unless a big portion of your lineup um, are EV. Exactly. You know, it was interesting. I was actually watching like the local, uh, I was running this morning, watching the local news. And, you know, we, we ran the story last week, but that Tesla is reducing the prices of their vehicles again. Um, but the commentary from even the newscaster, the anchor was, I, he said, I can't even turn on TV, the news or look online and not see information about a new manufacturer coming into the EV space. Wow. Like, and that's, you know, it's for him to layman. almost be surprised by that, to not be in the auto industry, but to be in news and still be surprised by the volume of the, like the accelerant Velocity. of the EV yeah. news right now is, is pretty wild. And so that that's kind of like the groundwork for this, but I think the the backup and I love the McKinsey study just saying, Hey, look, remember, it's not just the sales output that we have to think about. It's the entire infrastructure that we have to build up in a very limited time. And I, I think that this is also a prime opportunity for more private companies to look at getting into the infrastructure and charging game. And I think we're going to start to see those spring up quicker and see charge, you know, like competitors to your charge points and, and, and charging networks that will start to pop up on the grid a little bit faster. And we might even see some large like oil companies like BP and things like that really push the boundaries and play a part in the infrastructure. If this is the way that things are going to go. There are a bunch of new 7-Elevens going in, in my area. I don't know. They just must, they bought a bunch of Sunoco stations and, and I'm look, looking really closely. I'm like, are they going to have charging they, ports? Are they, they going to have charging ports? I mean, we did cover a story last week about Walmart uh, pushing a major initiative to uh, make all Walmart locations yeah. a significant source of EV charging. I came across this this morning. So Sam Walton, founder of Walmart, apparently woke up from like a feverish dream at one yeah. point in his life and said, I had a vision where basically robots will put items in our customers' cars while we fill them with electricity. Yep. I was like, 
<laughs> is that isn't that nuts? That is crazy. You saw that too, I guess. Yeah. Well, no, that's we ran it last week. I don't in, remember in the Asoto email. I, oh, I don't. You remember. missed it. You I, didn't even read it. Maybe that's where I saw it. <laughs> Chris and Christy ran. That's that probably down. where I saw it. That's probably where I saw it. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I inadvertently given Chris and Christy props for putting an awesome thing in there that did stick in my brain. Um, but yeah, I mean, driving behaviors. Who the heck knows, man? Who the heck who knows? knows? But it's just. Hey, that's what's going on on Monday. So we'll we'll see, and the EPA rules will come out, and maybe some down down the line, someone will change them. And who little, knows? And here we go. <laughs> here well, we go. Speaking of who knows, talk about tech. Jobs up, jobs down, jobs up, jobs sideways. Who knows? Jobs next ways. Perks yeah, which up, perks down. <laughs> who knows? Hey, as the tech industry faces unprecedented job losses almost seemingly every day, Silicon Valley veterans are forced to reset their careers, opting for stability over status. Positions at giants like Meta and Amazon are giving way to roles at smaller firms, tech jobs at non-tech companies, and freelance consultings. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, I think we're seeing this in, even in auto, we're starting to see a lot of these people get picked up Um from large tech into smaller tech or tech jobs at non-tech companies, which is, I think is is the really big look here. Um, Chris Rice, a partner with Riviera Partners, an executive search firm that places some of these uh, this leadership talent, said the majority of folks that have been laid off from big t- companies, um, they've been disillusioned. Mm, strong word. Interesting, like just an interesting insight from someone that's dealing with these people and like where they're headed or where they want to go every single day. Uh, just a year ago, if you think about it, just a year ago, it was like the Holy grail. I mean, and and like less than a year ago, six months ago. And then like for years in front of that, like the big goal was like, can I get hired by Google or meta or Amazon? And if you do that, it was, and if you're good at what you do, like you're set. Right, you get yeah. the whole lifestyle, you get the whole perks, um, you get you get all of that, and like in this article, if you drill in and read a little bit deeper, they talk about like people who were really great at their job. Like we're not talking about like the people who pre- yeah they didn't you know, just like let go the work, riffraff. right? Yes, exactly. Yep these these are real people, yeah. and so this solution is is a, a, the right word, I think. Yeah, it's tough. Um, just on the job openings, it, it, you know, the reports on uh, fr- on Friday, which was interesting also that the stock markets were closed when the job reports came out. We'll be interested to see Let's what see happens, happens in the markets today. Um, but they fell to 9.93 million, the first sub 10 million total in nearly 10 years, meaning uh, job openings are, are waning and there are not as many out there on the old internet. Um, <laughs> other signs of cutbacks on costs are being reported as uh, companies like Google pair back on work from home equipment. You go the perks. Lim- lim- yeah, they, they're getting rid of the free meals. They're eliminating perks like in-office massages, mm. laundry services, you know. <laughs> there comes the perks, Yeah, free meals, killing people. Can you imagine working <laughs> in a place where you go in, eat for free, get a massage, have your laundry done, right? I feel. I like, mean, I, the laundry. I feel like I a lot of people moving people back in that. with mom and dad after this one. <laughs> I just feel <laughs> like like, it's like, home. like oh, I got to <laughs> do these things again. I mean, look, this is like when people. It's the same as when people complain about having to pay too many taxes. Right? I'm in the top tax bracket, right? No one ever feels bad for that person. Oh, ever. must be nice, right? Oh, you don't have your free laundry, so it's one of those right. things. But it does indicate a a right sizing, I think of 
what the value of the work actually is. And with all the talk about AI and like in the article also, it cites about, you know, like, hey, a lot of the stuff we're going to have a machine do, right? Yep. Machines don't need the massage, right? Well, you want to hear something, Paul? You want to know something? Yep. I happen to know an industry that has a lot of job <laughs> openings. I know it. And they got perks like oil changes, discounts on cars, really nice Ooh, car yeah. washes, fancy computers, no great layoffs, technology, perks like no, no layoffs. layoffs. <laughs> they got those kind of perks, people. Oh, yeah. They got those kind of perks in this industry. And here. it happens to be an industry that highly values a technical skill set more than ever before. You've often been an advocate of having a technologist on staff. Absolutely. And people that understand tech and the way it works together. And that's not just, that's not just and, like and the in way operations. That it's, getting, it's evolving right now. At, at, at rapid speeds oh, and yeah. understanding all of the new tech in the space, this is a prime opportunity to go find one of these technologists oh, from yeah. from one of these big tech companies or put them right in. Get them on over because, look, there is a place for you here. We said it at the Live Tonight show, and we mean every word of it. But that's all the place we have on a Monday because you have work to do. We have work to do. We got to go get those technologists. We yeah. got to make customers happy. We got to serve them and well, here's what we're not going to worry about. We're not going to worry about layoffs in this industry. Let's go.